Hello, everybody. Good morning. Good afternoon. This is Anna from Rockland Theatre checking in with you. What a beautiful Sunday day, right? If anyone is celebrating Easter, happy Easter to you all. And this is another exciting episode of, well, Women in the Arts uh, today, because my guest is the very first woman on this broadcast. Um, I'm still deciding on the name format, guys. I, I think I'm going to do like a poll. Should it be live stream meetings with, with Rockland Theatre? Oh, sorry. Glitch, I got to shut down my actual same voice. You cannot, you cannot do twice. Like that's just being greedy. There we go. Sorry about that. Technical difficulties. You know what? I was laughing actually with my guests in the green room um, just before that I'm never going to live stream again. I've just done a marathon live stream all night long. Uh, it was on American time, uh, Central Pacific, and it's it's been nine and a half hours. So I was laughing, waking up this morning. Uh, God, like, do, do we continue with these really? But I figured, no, it's too exciting to uh, not to do. It's too exciting not to miss. And pretty much my guest is um, involved with way back before Rock Dance Theater was even there. We did a project together. We're going to talk about it. But um, without further ado, I do want to introduce uh, my fabulous guest today, um, extraordinaire Vladimira Kruchkova, checking in, I think, from Czech Republic today. Let, you know what? Let's, let's ask her live, shall we? <laughs> Hey! Hey! Say he yes. hello, everyone. Vladimir Kritzkova. Hello, hello, everyone. He hello, everyone from Prague, Czech Republic. Or there we go. how we are now called in English, Czechia. Czechia. <laughs> that works <laughs> Which, as well. Well, that's creative. For, I think that for Czech people, it doesn't really, I don't know why, why there is the change, but whatever. Czech Republic, Prague. Sunny as well, very sunny. As you can see my face, I couldn't do anything about it. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I, I'm not going to apologize because literally, guys, this is my home studio. This is my home office uh, where I'm hunkered down since a month right now when we're going into week five of this quarantine thing. And you know what? I'm actually multitasking as we speak. Because I'm so bright as Vladimira, it's not because we are <laughs> all of a sudden holy people, because we're not. <laughs> Maybe one day. But I'm literally suntanning as we speak, and I'm not going to be feel sorry about it. You know, you, you just got to keep busy. Enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Um, Vladimira, a, a small intro like to like how we actually met up. It's a, it's mm -hmm. a pretty funny story. I think has it been ten years already. Um, the oh, well, outsider it was, project. It was much longer, honestly, because I was actually thinking think about so. it yesterday, and it's uh, almost sixteen years. No way. Yes, my count it is was, way off. Then. Oh yeah, it was in two thousand and four in September. See? And so she's got all the details. She does. She yeah, did the homework. It, there's, I did the homework. I, I kind of remember a lot. <laughs> you know what? My memory diary. is my memory is shady just because of the lifestyle that I kind of have. This like each day a million things. But yeah, I, I do remember specifically us um, meeting up. Um, by the way, let's let's play with the view. Should we should we go vertical? Yeah, let, we're gonna open it later on. Um, for our viewers. Hello, everyone, by the way, uh, checking in. Oh, I see Argus uh, is checking in. Our previous guest, actually, on the Rockland Theater cool. stream. So hey. that's very cool. Uh, we had dark art the last time and a post-apocalyptic version. Today, we have a little bit of light, you know, like a weekend <laughs> weekend kind of episode. Hmm. So yeah, 16 years, man. Um, what happened since then? Oh, my god. It's been a while. <laughs> Where should we start? Yeah, well, you know, honestly, it's uh, yeah, it's just kind of like it's such a it's such so much in the past that 
it maybe it was uh, another life already. <laughs> it feels like the same to me, to be honest, because like, here's the thing what I remember. I think my hair was literally shaved off. I was mm -hmm. almost like a G.I. Jane bold kind of um, visual back then. I think it was mm -hmm. directly past the dreadlocks, number mm -hmm. one. Number two, um, rock dance theater wasn't existing. No. Like I, I didn't even realize at all ever what happened with rock dance theater and with me finding rock and starting to play live instrument and having this crazy fusion of things. Uh, maybe it was somewhere in the back of my head. I remember you pretty much being into music um, back then, these 16 years. Uh, you Absolutely. Were, you were yeah. already, haven't, haven't you been? So uh, at the time I just finished a conservatory. I was studying musical and dramatic arts. So right. I was a fresh professional in arts. <laughs> a rookie, uh, as we call it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I was, I, was, uh, I was studying music since I was six. So uh, that's just, that's been with me uh, the whole time. Um, but I was studying also acting. And um, yeah, so basically that's uh, what I've been doing uh, then afterwards. Uh, and um, yeah, I, I've been in jazz, I've been in theater, I've been in, a, in some film. What else? I was, and actually uh, all the, uh, I, I also have all um, the, um, I would say um, another half of myself, which uh, is very, uh, I don't like using the term spiritual, but very spiritual. So it was um, in, the, in the beginning, or in the beginning was a, a very long time, uh, a long battle because the spiritual uh, side of me didn't want me to really do art. So mm. I, it was very difficult to commit the whole time. Uh, I'm not surprised because yeah. if I can interrupt, that's, that's exactly like an opposition. Because arts it are, felt like that. are mm -hmm. about a little bit of exhibitionism and mm -hmm. about being egocentric. Um, yes. And what you might speak about is way more about, you know, finding yourself and being more in than... Yeah you know, out. So this is exactly it. And uh, I was always thinking how, uh, because of course there are, you know, many type, many types of artists, but uh, it's, um, I think it's a, um, it's a misunderstanding that artists are spiritual or, you know, only spiritual. Of course we are connected, but sometimes subconsciously we will never discover the connection. We will just create the art that will, you know, uh, subsequently, hopefully, enrich people, but it, you don't have to be spiritual at all. You you don't have to believe in anything as an artist. But uh, for me, it was very different because I felt everything. I saw many things. I you know I perceived many things, and it was mixed in uh, with the lifestyle of an artist in extremely because I don't like uh, acting from my ego. And you have to, as an artist, be like that because otherwise, you just basically don't work. You know what? Not really. It's it's beatable. Um, well, in the community, because as as you said, you've been in the business, so to speak, of arts ever since you were mm -hmm. six. Um, is that correct? I was not. Quite no, early it's on. it's uh, it's it was not in the business, but I was studying since you I was started. six, and yeah. then since I was uh, uh, seventeen, I I think I got my first engagement in a theater. So then, but it's it's been twenty years basically. I'm a professional. Uh, that's despite, funny. Yeah. That mm -hmm. that's what what actually we have in common. Uh, I've been also having my twentieth anniversary basically wow. in the arts. Uh, I started also as a kid. Rock mm -hmm. Dance Theater is is actually having an, an, a three year anniversary this year. Um, mm -hmm. There are a couple of dates, and I think this is about like 
even our meeting here uh, for all of you guys. Uh, by the way, everyone that is checking in just literally now, uh, Vladimira Krychkova is with us on today's Rock Dance Theater live stream. Mm -hmm. So there, there are a lot of anniversaries and a lot of cool dates uh, that we can you know, come back to also. And for me, the Outsider Project has been also like a flashback. It's one of these things that really stayed in my mind and also our meeting stayed in my mind, mm -hmm. not only because we had so much fun, uh, <laughs> not only because of the complexity of things, but um, yeah, this, this ego thing, like, look, my opinion is that basically what I have learned throughout the years is being humble. It's like mm -hmm. ego completely kills talent. It it kills human relations, and basically you end up in a place where where you don't want it to be, um, and you don't re even realize before it happens. So, yeah, I think ego is is not a good thing to to be driven I, from. To be honest, not at all. Yeah, I absolutely understand. I completely understand. Um, only what I. I've encountered in my life. Mm. Um, oh, there's a lot of ego out there, right? So <laughs> wow. We know people like that. Wow. <laughs> exactly, exactly. What? And the thing is that like usually the most egocentric people claim to be non-egocentric, you know, uh, mm. and they actually claim to be the most humble and they also have the face of a humble person. And then yeah. when you want to collaborate or when you want to really connect, uh, there is no connection. You just basically cannot establish it. And so, um, uh, but of course, it's also a test of our own uh, personality and of our own self, because we all have an ego. We all have everything. So, um, Speaking I, I, of ego, yeah. there you go. Let's let's throw in a banner or two at where we at because you know <laughs> we're, we wouldn't be here if you guys wouldn't be watching, you wouldn't be subscribing. So if if you want to check that out, this is exactly where we are. And after the commercial break, <laughs> continue. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Do you want me to sing some jingle for the commercial? Oh man! <laughs> if you want to sing, hell, yeah. I'll go for it, guys. Yeah. Like, well, this, maybe this maybe, is maybe. all we get. Yeah. Performing-wise, like streaming out of our computer. Yeah, honestly, I did. I did a few little videos for my Instagram singing here from my my uh, coronavirus uh, uh, lockdown um, yeah. station. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No. Well. So. Uh, yeah. But it's uh, so. Of course. You know. I don't think at all that you have to. Uh, when I said, you know, you have to be egocentric to actually be an artist. But uh, what I meant by that is just basically if you don't speak for yourself and you don't promote yourself, unless you have somebody who will do that for you, you will basically never be seen. Because if you don't do the step outside or at least send your art somewhere. And again, mm. you have that you have to have that interaction uh, with people. Um, well, that, that's, that's a yeah. huge difference. It's between mm. ego and exposure. Mm. And being self-sufficient, you know, in the arts, especially if you are a, a professional that is a freelance, um, mm -hmm. such as myself, such as you, me, for example. Me too, yes. um, yeah, it, it comes down to pretty much just, just being out there and connecting mm. with people that, that you want to follow, throwing your work out there, reaching mm. people with, with what you want to express with into the world. Like for you, let's say, mm. film and music. Um, expression like that is the way to communicate with the world as well for me mm -hmm. you know it's physical theater it's rock and roll it's all of these things uh but yeah there is a huge difference uh mm -hmm. i think people don't don't realize and it's it's a huge well, discussion it, in the community it, like the ego centric thing yeah absolutely uh, absolutely i um uh i think it's a it's a very thin line it's a very fine line um a very fine line uh what is uh 
an exposure, what is just promotion, and when it actually starts to feed your, you know, ego. You know what? And you know what, kids? Let's just name it. It's it's either being professional, as I call it, or being an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> and it, it comes down to that, you know. And life does really verify if you're if you're good to 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 the people that that are around you. Meaning by that, simply being grateful, being mm. present, being, you know, just a nice person, be, being warm and thankful for everything that you have. Mm -hmm. um, someone, I cannot bring up the name right now because, as I said, I did this whole night thing. My brain is completely frozen. I'm a zombie. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, but someone very wise told me once that be, be nice and good to everyone on, the, on your way up. Because you're going to meet every one of those people on the way down. Yeah. And that's no, so absolutely. true. I absolutely, uh, I absolutely agree. You know, um, honestly, I think it really also depends on what is your message. You know, how you connect with people. If people really want to hear your message. And uh, and how, how much you want to actually expose the message or shout out the message so and if it even fits together you know what kind of exposure or what kind of uh, way uh, is the best uh, for you specifically how you show yourself into the world and so in uh, now i just want to say that i think that for certain type of art or certain type of message uh, you just uh, use the ego and it works very well depend you know of course it can be a negative message but you know what i mean um, i completely understand uh, i think i think what you mean is is purely mm -hmm. when you're out there let's say yeah for me it's it's performing arts be a rock mm -hmm. and roller be bulletproof when you're mm -hmm. out there for the people but be normal and and humble as as, as you can be in private mm -hmm. life and yeah. you know it's it's gonna come back to you because people do do feed all uh, off of that vibe and they do immediately feel like i don't know mm -hmm. how it is with you let's say if you watch a show or a performance be it anything be it stand up being an mm -hmm. exhibit of an of a painting do you feed off the lie like if someone wants to bullshit you in, in in some way not being honest about who they are and what they're putting out there do you feel that because i i feel that immediately within like three minutes when i walk mm -hmm. in like first you know impression is like it either sucks me in and i totally mm -hmm. dig that it's organic it's natural or i mm -hmm. go like mm, it's mm -hmm. you know i don't know what it is yet at a time but it just feels weird yeah to say no, the least. Uh, no i think it's that's a natural human thing yeah it's if you are honest with yourself you will um yeah if you are really honest with yourself you will feel something like this so uh, for me it is with music uh the the strongest that i i just um uh, it almost feels that uh i very rarely actually believe, believe the, the message but then when mm. i do it's 100 percent, and i feel it uh, basically almost immediately um and that's what i want to keep for myself because you know right. as a professional sometimes it looks like uh we should uh be um um professional in that approach and say uh, say nice things or, or whatever constructive crit criticism which i think is it's nice anyway you know you should not really be extremely negative uh, about other people's work because you never know where it leads and how it transforms and and, well, and from another you, you, super interesting thing yeah yeah so so yeah but but basically with with a painting with a statue with a performance with a person with a 
you know, shop assistant in a shop. It's, I think it's the same. Like you either get it, uh, you know, that they, that they are there or they are playing something. So yeah. I think, I don't know. I don't want to make any statement about uh, how many people actually pretend and how many people are real. <laughs> Me neither. It's like, like I don't do the statistics really, but yeah. it's, it's kind of being in in the in the business if you will being around people which is pretty much what exactly is prohibited right now you know in this these indeed weird and strange times but um our life and my life especially comes down to really being amongst people of all sorts mm -hmm. and that teaches you more than anything is just being around everyone and you know everyone is is different in the same time um on a personality level but we're, we're all human so certain behaviors certain mm -hmm. um patterns if you will do come up and especially in the most extreme um of moments when you're kind of being tested on how you yes. respond on how you deal with these things you know it's not not in the mm -hmm. high point when everything is good and working but just at the opposite um, but you did mention uh, one very, very interesting and important thing. I think not only be because of the the ego that is a huge predominator um, in today's world. I know I don't cap into that, although I know I do have a huge one that I kind of try to push down. But the uh, constructive criticism thing, again, mm -hmm. huge, huge difference. Um, mm -hmm. If you do give feedback, and I strongly believe in constructive criticism, that is not about being personal. Hey, I don't mm -hmm. like this. I like that. That's mm -hmm. taste. Yes. Um, constructive criticism is about saying, "Hey, these are your strengths. Let's push that in mm -hmm. order to enhance whatever you have best to offer." Instead of just poking a finger, like nah, you know, nagging at someone, because that mm -hmm. has a detrimental effect on, um, yeah, as you say, as as things develop on on people's creative process, personality, yes. um, you know, feelings, all of all of those. Mm -hmm. Have you yeah. had like anything? Uh, of those situations happened to to you early on, Vladimira, uh, like even in your education, because right now new generations are born, but uh, these are the things yeah. that form us, kind of. Absolutely. Uh, well, um, yes, I I would say um, I met both, uh, as I I think everybody. Um, I I felt that I couldn't really cope with the harshness of the world <laughs> mm. i i was getting very depressed not not uh, by uh, uh, being criticized because i was quite assertive uh, um as a as a young person as a teenager but more of um, the lack of interest of really going deep into things and actually finding out uh, what what is the the real cause of if something is not working or if something is working. So, for me, that uh, that people don't take enough time to understand one another or in a group. Uh, for me, that was uh, for some reason at the time extremely upsetting, and uh, I felt that I cannot really join, uh, you know, the group for example, of actors, what I was working, studying with. Um, but that's, that's not often, but early on I experienced um, situations like this and I, I didn't feel very encouraged by that. I felt very isolated and, uh, and it, it, I didn't do, uh, I, I didn't know what to do with it at all. I did not have any, any um, mechanisms how to, um, maybe just create on my own although i was doing that absolutely uh but i just drove drove myself crazy because i was too tired 
you know, mm. if you have to spend the time with the people uh, who are maybe doing things just differently, but you constantly cannot figure out how to um, get uh, uh, to the core of things because I yeah. really needed that. And then I was uh, looking for that outside of, for example, my conservatory and that I was working too much. I was studying too much and I was sleeping like five, six hours. So basically when I was 19, I had a first breakdown because, you know, you cannot just sleep five hours a day and constantly focus. Uh, Welcome to the club. Yes, exactly. You know, it's, it, it's, it's when you so have a, funny what you say. Yeah. Yes, when it, you have it, a, I can so relate to that on yeah, so many and levels. I think, uh, and I think many people who have passion for something, it doesn't have to be art, it can be science, it can be uh, education, it's, it's anything. But basically, uh, for some reason, uh, we have to go through this experience that when we have a huge deep absolutely. passion for understanding things and just really moving forward with that and just explore every single uh, molecule of that, that um, uh, it's, I think that would be very, very healthy if uh, one of the most important things that you actually learn during uh, studying anything, uh, how to actually constantly replenish yourself. Other, otherwise, uh, you know, you can see how the world is not working right now. Because as we were, were uh, talking earlier, uh in the green room let's say yeah. uh backstage. About, <laughs> yeah backstage backstage exactly about the the economic situation and i was saying like if people would be uh from the uh, you know from childhood raised to have savings now during the shutdown everybody would have like one year or two years of savings at least you know so everybody and the temporary would vacation a... yeah yes, things exactly. would look a little and bit differently nobody would be stressing sure. about anything maybe about the health if you want to stress about the health but not about how we will get by and and so on and i um yeah so i think that's a, it's a very healthy situation for for people to actually reevaluate how they are leading the life and how the economy actually is not working and it's not healthy it's it doesn't have uh, people's interest um uh, at at the at the core at all it's just uh, it's a it's a restrict uh, very restrictive and it is not nurturing whatsoever it's and basically you can see that because people go mainly into the freak out or into the defense or the, into just the hiding, you know, or just the passive, okay, we will just wait and see what happens. It, mm. it, uh, it shows clearly that people are not thinking about themselves still, even during the, the lockdown, because yeah. they basically are in deficit, energet energetic uh, deficit. And if you don't have uh, enough self-love, enough nurturing, enough energy, of course you will not think about your well-being and how to thrive during whatever situation, because you just don't have the capacity to even start thinking like that, start feeling, even noticing that, that there is an option to actually be really well I during think, such times. thankfully, yeah, exactly. And what you what you said at the very end, uh, this hits exactly home. I think we're doing this exactly here, taking things by the throat and making the most positive um, of mm. things out of the situation. Because um, you know what? There's always two ways about the story, so to speak. There's one version that can be also negative, and the other version that can be also positive. And even with these, like funny interview meeting like live streams if you will that's my way to kind of grab um the devil by the balls so to speak and to be active not to be passive not to dwell um 
if if any one of you, I don't know if you, uh, Vladimir, if you know Gary Vaynerchuk, he's one of the guys that mm -hmm. is like a guru in the promoting world and entrepreneurship. Um, <laughs> That's a tough word. Mm -hmm. Sorry about that, guys. But <laughs> again, um, my excuse is nine and a half hours live streaming, all night sleeping, oh, not, oh too little and then no. jumping into this, but yeah, no excuses. So that's exactly one of these things. He says what we're discussing right now. Don't mm -hmm. dwell, be active, be proactive about it, not only for your own sake, but also to kind of think globally about how much positive can be um, right done right now and how much um, positive attitude and the thinking and tapping into this this energy stream that that brings pretty much good and embraces everything that is good about life mm. not trivializing what is happening outside obviously mm -hmm. but yeah i think many people can relate to what what you just said and mm. to what uh we're discussing right now here that whatever the outlet might be if you need downtime for yourself to kind of just like equal equal things out because this is mm -hmm. the huge equalizer right here guys mm -hmm. it's it's a beautiful sunday it's easter sunday 12th of april i think i'm still keeping track because of scheduling these episodes because i just love calendar and i love you know scheme work uh even though i'm a huge improviser and a, and a spontaneous person at the same time but this is the big equalizer to kind of see look look at your life a little bit look at at your routines look um if you're not pushing your, yourself too much and uh what you said, um, thank you for sharing that also with me, but to everyone out there in the world about this uh, break, breaking down um, of the psyche and about burnout. Hell, I had that three times and I haven't learned mm -hmm. yet entirely, I think, you know, mm -hmm. kind of a same thing situation you know, pushing myself to the limit until my eyes bleed, until I, I cannot sleep less than three hours, you know, falling asleep, being so passionate about what I was doing and how I wanted to, things to develop in mm -hmm. my passions i don't want to call it a career like i'm thankful enough to be able to do what i do for a living um, without having a lame job whatever that means <laughs> um and then doing your hobby but exactly as you said pushing yourself with the passion to the limit where mm, your biological system and and the spiritual side however you you might understand that um does break down if you and if you don't have that kind of time to reload and reboot your batteries, it, it will bite you in the butt at some point. And it's it's so important. And mm -hmm. I don't know how you manage right now about balance. I think it's, it's a huge discussion to begin with, but I, I really like where this episode kind of took mm -hmm. us because you know mm -hmm. what? It, it's about really connecting to people and talking about important things. Like we might be entertainers, and, you know, it's all about rock yeah. and roll and rocking out and you know playing Iron Maiden really loud on the speakers, which I which I just did right before we went on. <laughs> <laughs> I was learning the trooper on bass, mm -hmm. but um, yeah, it's about bringing people value and talking about things that are important. And I think you you mm -hmm. you, you did tap into that. Not only bringing back early education, but um yeah dealing with the situation right now um on quarantine lockdown mm -hmm. so well you know uh <laughs> i think that i'm one of the very very uh lucky people it all got so that... serious all of a sudden, right? like, <laughs> i need to grab yeah. a drink yeah happy water I everybody yeah yeah happy sunday everybody um i uh i think i'm one of the lucky people because i you know also as i said in the backstage uh, to you earlier that I, best, I was joking yeah very i was actually joking that if this lockdown would be forever i would 
I would be fine because I I and learned. What was my response to that? It was uh, you you temporarily lost your hearing. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know what, I uh, I mean it in a way that um, if I speak from my own personal experience of life, uh, I learned uh, to take um, the life as it is and the needs of myself uh, as they are. And I basically, uh, I will say one thing that actually came a few months ago. Uh, during my uh, spiritual processing and I will also get to the balance you were talking about uh, talking about how I manage balance or what actually balance maybe even is uh, and I think balance is a very personal thing for every single person it's very different um, but um, about the the quarantine and the isolation um, I just wanted to say that several months ago during my uh, spiritual processing and meditation and everything I got um a thought or an, an idea I have never felt before uh, and that is that if I would have never died uh, it's fine I can live forever and it surprised me because usually what we arrive to is that uh, okay I'm not afraid of dying uh, so if I die it's fine um, uh, but I've never experienced um, uh, if I never die it's fine I just I will be able to exist every single day um just just uh, you know feeling what's going on uh, at present and i think uh that's that's uh now nowadays it's a beautiful opportunity to just basically learn uh about this feeling that um you can exist and you don't have to run anywhere and you don't have to even run inwards you you basically can just uh, just see what's happening and and take it into play and just play with it and i really loved uh, that, that feeling never disappeared and it's very liberating both the death thing and the life thing and uh so when the quarantine came i i had to laugh honestly because i had to withdraw from life for uh, quite some time uh not not so much because i was exhausted but because that spiritual part of me told me okay now's the time to do the biggest work and basically you just have to do it otherwise you have to do it otherwise you will have to do it otherwise just you have to do it now you know just just yeah. do it you know so and and so funny because it is very funny because uh somehow you feel that you have a choice i feel that i can do whatever i want but uh, at the same time you feel who you are and uh and then you also learn about the self-respect and the understanding that you really are you you came here to be some some specific person and so it's very beautiful to learn that self-tolerance and self-understanding of what you need and what you want and so i learned that if i do it i basically feel timeless and things fall into place and they evolve naturally and uh I if you allow like, it, we said, yeah, well, right? exactly. Uh, well, if you exactly, if you learned about your own personal truth, and you just one thing is allowing it, and the other thing is that you just basically have to stand your ground uh, among people. And so, from I will just speak purely from from my experience, but of course, it's not only me. Uh, but I knew this, and I even wrote it down when I was very young. When I was like sixteen, I wrote it in my first. Uh, I don't know, like book where I write my whatever comes to my life kind of ideas. And I wrote 
uh, don't let the world fool you. But I still did. <laughs> nice. And it's I like so very, but it felt, it felt like you have to, it, you know, I was like, okay, I'm so above things and I'm so detached. I'm so assertive, but maybe, maybe I don't really engage, you know, maybe I'm not really living the life. you say that you're, you're even an outsider? Like, yes. it's, it's, it's <laughs> ironic how that all fits together all of a sudden. The, yes. the outsider project, like 16 yes. years back and all of a sudden, boom, it was a perfect match. But absolutely. <laughs> well, but you know, you know, that's why I, I already felt that. I felt, uh, because I, you know, I finished the conservatory. I felt, I felt there as an outsider. So for me, it was a very beautiful place to go to a project called an Same outsider. here, you know, it, it was yeah. so funny because also me as a kid I, I was so an individual so rebellious you know and I and I really had my mindset of on things that I wanted to do like let's say I hated math I hate tapping into problematics like that because I just did not care I was passionate about you know do, going to a to a dance class or like hitting a festival during a weekend and then being oh so too tired to to mm -hmm. tap into any kind of like structured mm -hmm. education not that we're saying that education is a bad thing uh, to all of you <laughs> kids and parents right now, yeah. mental spanking. But, you know, for me and, and obviously for you, Vladimira, it, it did not work. Like the individual kind no. of path of things was the way to go. And, you, you know, years later, you kind of still look at that. Um, it, you know what? It's funny with me. I do feel and I did feel like an outsider, like in the project for for all of you. Uh, viewers and listeners uh, of this podcast we we did um we did a project that was pretty complex right it was based on the notion of outsider yes it was very deep on a creative process on a on a on a thinking level uh number one and also we were a bunch of artists thrown together in in a living situation as well we had a residency back over in krakow poland um if i'm not mistaken Yes, it, we were in a medieval kind of palace, man. And we had dancers, we had singers, we had people from theater, we had writers, we had sculptures, painters, and we ha had an artistic director, mm. um, which was the funniest, I think. <laughs> like for, for both of us individuals, it was so hilarious. Mm. One thing that I can really recall, uh, like it's, it was the very first meeting, I think, um, to get to know each other. And he asked, because there were books, two books to read, um, The Outsider, um, obviously, but by Albert Camus. Uh, I think. Am I, I, am I not I, mistaken? I might be screwing I, honest, up the, the, the author and the I, title. Please excuse yeah, me honestly, for that. Honestly, I, 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 I don't remember that. <laughs> I just remember I, I read one of the two books. Mm -hmm. And he asked, because the second one, obviously not that, was his favorite. And I was like, nah, didn't read it. Like the first one spoke to me. And he was really mm -hmm. like kind of taking it on a position of an artistic director. And you know, mm. me being a rebel and an individualist, I knew I had to do my things, you know, my um, way. It's not that we butted heads or anything, but it was definitely funny later on uh, <laughs> to start with that kind of. <laughs> no, well, you know, it's interesting. It's interesting because I had the very opposite uh, uh, thing with him. Uh, I, I remember that his name was Andrei Sadovsky. Yeah. And, uh, Andrei Sadovsky. And yeah, very actually, interesting theater director, by the way, way over in Poland. He does no, weird I know, stuff. I know, he has I a know. weird creative I process. Yeah, I did. I did some research, and to me, it was. Uh, I I actually really. I just really loved him. I, I mean, uh, I mean, as a as a Isn't as this a Tai Chi Kung Fu like warm mm, up. All mm. of us, right? 
like yeah. in the backyard. That and it was it was a, it was a brilliant for me when I was working with him on my piece. You know, when we like each of us, we had our little uh, performance. Yeah, uh, within that to do a solo global yeah. performance, exactly. So I uh, I felt. Uh, complete resonance and for me it was one of the most beautiful artistic experiences and meetings of my life so for me he, he was like my soul family I mm. was I did not we did not even have to speak any English any nothing because we understood I could say telepathically you know it was very yeah. very beautiful was it, it was an mm. interesting connection yeah yes it was a it was a beautiful meeting so I think after what I was experiencing uh, you know at my school at the conservatory where I actually had one professor uh, or two professors that were really brilliant and I <laughs> I mean on that uh, human level that I, I had connections with them one in acting one in, in singing and music uh, so I uh, then this was uh, that this, this was something I had to, I needed to experience because that's how I actually imagined, felt that that's how it should be. Uh, that's how we should uh, approach, you know, when I earlier mentioned that I was looking uh, for that depth and, and where the connect, connection or disconnection or whatever it is really starts. And, and It comes from versatility, I think, right? Like, uh, because you're not purely in your own league mm -hmm. so to speak so it's not only vocalists it's not only people from theater mm -hmm. uh yeah you have a little bit of both and then out of that weird cocktail if you will mm -hmm. it it sculpts you and and you learn and and you yeah. have outcomes you that can... are very original like in no any situation i think yeah and also exactly you can basically uh first be inspired and second secondly because there is so much input uh, from the outside th that is creative and that is you know so different because we were such different people it's it's Tell incredible we were it. like what, 12 12 people from different countries you know in a different cultures different field of arts number yeah. one and yeah and yeah Ridiculous. and everybody and feeling uh, as an outsider i think that every single day somebody wanted to leave <laughs> 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 I was one of them. I, I think. Yeah. I don't. No, wait. Yeah. Why, my roommate. Uh, I think it was an artist from Romania. This was she the was poet. A, I think she I, was the poet. Yeah. So I like, it, it's I, nothing against poetry, but I think my type of personality that is like so out there and so expressive, and like yeah. someone so toned down and you know very an insider pretty much I, i'm also an insider i just mm. act hyper because i'm dosed on coffee and you know my own adrenaline but it was a funny combo to put two of us together and i think it was a uh, purposely done just mm. because we were supposed to kind of deal with those situations so i think that that's one of the things that resonated so much uh, in my psyche as well and it's the memory stayed so long the impact of a project that has happened like 16 years ago. And for all mm. of you viewers and uh, for all of you listeners, um, me uh, and Vladimira have not seen each other ever since the project. I mean, we did exactly. stay in touch, right? Mm -hmm. um, on, well, social media, way before yes. social media actually existed. Mm -hmm. did, did Facebook exist 16 no. years ago? I, well, no, I, I, I don't think I, I have. It was I the have beginning, Facebook's. I think. I have Facebook since 2008. <laughs> ah, and it, the project happened in 2004. Man, yeah. that, that feels like ancient history. So how, I, I wonder how did we stay in touch? I think, that, stay in touch. I think we, we just maybe had, what, like an email? We did have email and I think we texted. 
because uh, we, we also had a friend yes. that was an actor, Marian Halane. Huge shout yes. out by the U. If Mayo is watching or will after the yes. rebroadcast, because this episode, guys, will be re-edited and rebroadcasted and, and uploaded uh, on the American EST time zone for all of you to enjoy if you are enjoying your weekend now with family, enjoying just, you know, food or sleeping in. <laughs> by the mm. way, uh, speaking of sleeping in, sh should we give that away? Like the, the backstage thing, it's always hilarious. What do you like, mean? What happens in the green room? No, because, yeah, skip it. Okay, this is gonna be for like our insider viewers. If someone wants to wants to know more, they should just hit us up at Rock Dancier or Vladimira Krichkova and ask yeah. like, what was, what was that thing about the green room you meant? That's a secret. <laughs> um no yeah, but maybe let's i don't usually keep secrets but i let's let's keep the secret yeah you know what it's like as i said at the very beginning 33 minutes with anna akimovic we're already way over time but this is yeah. this is so enjoyable to talk with you vladimir yeah. and we just get it out you know it's 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 raw it's unscripted and that's how it's supposed to be because it's real we're mm. all in this situation right now together we try to entertain each other you know hell i cannot be on stage and do my, my rock that theater projects, rocking out mm -hmm. on stage, but this is the way to kind of bring a little bit of history back. And I think mm -hmm. it's, there's so many stories to cover and never enough time <laughs> to do that. Um, wait, by the way, the music thing, you were mm -hmm. singing back then, I remember, mm -hmm. but then you went into writing as well and composing your own stuff. Yes, um, yes, that's, I would- uh, Tell us a little bit about that. Let's, let's plug that unshamefully. Cool. <laughs> yeah, well, that's actually, We're not okay, ashamed so, of anything. No, that's 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 that fits that fit that fits my situation now because it actually uh, it's been evolving the whole time. I was surprised uh, that I started to write jazz, um, and uh, I have a but, cool joke about jazz when you finish your story. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah. So, but my music, my, my music, my music evolved into it. It was always always influenced by contemporary classical music that I really really love and I think I am very much uh, a part of although I as a performer I always uh, uh, in the past uh, um, was um, uh, more in the world of jazz maybe pop hip-hop even um, who's, uh, it's funny who's your jazz god Kind of well, I you know I'm I'm a little bit different. I don't really have gods. Yeah. <laughs> but if I would uh, say uh, whom I really enjoy or what what kind of music I really enjoy, I I really like modern jazz a lot. Uh, very, uh, I like when the things are pure. So everybody, I think who who is uh, more minimalist. Uh, just that you know what comes to my mind, uh, which is not like Off the top of your head. It's like yeah, yeah ultimately. Uh, but I will tell you my very favorite uh, CD, and it's right. uh, it's uh, it's done by Herbie Hancock, and <gasps> it's called exactly revert uh, the johnny letters and it's music mm -hmm. of uh, johnny mitchell one. done by several artists that are very very beautiful and uh and when that cd came out and when i heard it i just uh to me it was very you know your heart sublime, divine yes yeah. and i also i also so the, and also the producer who, who produced it of course is uh it's, it's a absolutely um you know, 100% aligned, I could say godly work, you know, it's, I, I just really, really, really 
love it. It's very on, on an artistry level. It's amazing. On, yeah, all, like... on many many levels. On many levels. It's very. I feel it's also very tolerant. It's very. It it just uh, leaves the artists in their field, but it's also uh, connected together. Just. I agree. Yeah, it's just it's brilliant. So so like this is uh, one of one of the works I really always remember. But that, of course there there are so many because uh, so, because I, I love classic. We music, we could so do a I, marathon yeah. night stream might as well just talking Absolutely. about music <laughs> and inspirations. Yeah. It's, Jesus, it's endless. Yeah. So but I will go back to just decomposing. So um, I I I even was writing music when I was very young. Uh, but it was never really, you know, I was not living in the environment where that would be hugely encouraged or supported. So I just, you know, played with it and then I, you know, played with did something you, else. And I did you have music instruments? Sorry to interrupt. Yeah, I studied. I stu yeah, well, I studied. I studied uh, accordion since I was six and then piano as well. So, okay. I, so it was kind of passed on to you also in the family. No, not well. You know, not my, really. my, my parents they they like music, but they are not professional musicians. But okay. uh, I guess you know, music is uh, is a part uh, of the the family uh, in whatever way. And but I'm the only professional artist in my family. So mm. um, yeah. So then then later on, especially you know when you start doing creative music extremely creative music as jazz is and you have to improvise so i think mo most of the jazz musicians uh, and singers eventually start composing you know be it just at home you know you just have those it starts in ideas. your living room so like it's it's funny how yeah. the history has turned around right now we start in our living room you know <laughs> i hell when i was a kid i was what 10 i knew absolutely shit about choreography about directing and i did my first piece in my living room and i was 10 and yeah, same with music and composing. You know, you you're yeah. you're an artist on your own bed, playing any instrument that you got. Of course, developing. Of course, yeah. You know, I think it's just basically there's only one thing. You just have to feel you wanna do something, and then then you know you just see where it goes, and if you still wanna do it, and find and the passion, you, right, and then yeah. stick to it. Yeah, and and just just go through with it, no matter what. You know, no matter mm. how how. Uh, easy or difficult or intricate or whatever because you know life life is everything so we go through everything it's not conserved especially when you want to be truly creative so mm. so yeah so life's so awesome now, you know it's just about like <laughs> loving life and like just enjoying it man like and and also our conversation right now guys for those of you that are just tuning in with the audio, if, if you've seen my smile, like this makes me so happy really to talk to you because this is exactly like the essence, I think, just like loving life, man. And mm -hmm. for me, it's, it's, it's such a paradox right now with this situation, this whole lockdown. However, things might be hard outside. It's been like the, the happiest time for me. Like I've been yeah. so grateful and happy with everything happening around. It's just ridiculous, to be honest. I it's have just... the same feeling. No, I think honestly, <laughs> Don't you, right? I no, I, I think it's absolutely the, the most natural, I think, because, you know, when you when you shut down the whole world, you should stay just with your own essence and the essence is feeding you and more, uh, you know, calmness and peace and rest you have and, and the time for yourself, the happier you should be, I, in my own humble opinion <laughs> yeah that's that's purely guys just our humble opinions you know yes, Anna's just, and Vladimir's. Be, like, you know be, i've been also you depressed will. 
you know, I've been also depressed so many years in my life. But I think, uh, I think, um, you know, uh, depending on where you are right now, where where people are right and now, hopefully it should be guys, just that. You know, you're all safe. Hopefully, you're all safe and healthy, mm -hmm. and you know, staying happy and positive as we as we keep repeating uh, here. Well, you know, you know what? I I just uh, I wanted to say uh, something about this because I think that if you are not happy, you should not be happy, and you should just go because now we have time to really get depressed and be depressed for two months at home and cry because you will eventually go out of that if you are not uh, honest with yourself and if you want to uh, just you know stay happy just because you should be happy because you whatever you know because maybe now many people uh, are stressed about uh, what what's, uh, what's uh, gonna be uh, in of their course. lives so so just you know it's it's good to uh, good to feel what you really feel but then if you really uh, stay with it for a while it will go away and 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 the nice feeling will come because the nice feeling or the neutral feeling is underlying everything so uh, it's I temporary when, it's temporary yes. like everything in life that everything, however bad yes. it might be mm -hmm. and and you do feel like feel the darkness and you you have nowhere to bounce from mm -hmm. like realize and do remember always and i think it's it's a very important philosophy well maybe not philosophy but kind of an opinion a way to go if you will mm -hmm. that this too shall pass really and mm -hmm. It's all yeah. going to be okay and, in the end. You know? Yes, and I think it's very important not to force people to be ready before they are ready because that, sure. that, that doesn't exist. That, Every, you know, everyone you has their be, own process. Absolutely. Yes, and so uh, I just wanted to say that, uh, you know, uh, if I connect this with the composing, my last... Um, a composing um, topic or or the the project I was uh, I've been working on because it's not out yet I because of the break I had to take right. uh, but I was creative uh, uh, it came you know even the you know difficult spiritual process in time and I wrote the whole new project about 25 new compositions 25 to 30 which was really massive and uh, and it is actually about exactly it, uh, to be able to go through every single feeling, every single situation, and just just be honest in how you feel in that situation. If you are angry, if you are happy, if you are in love, if you hate, if you hate yourself, if you hate the world, you know, and still be able to return back into the center. So you actually, you know, realize and live your life from that knowing that uh, it, you can say it, this too shall pass, but I would also say uh, this is an expression of life. So now, if you don't feel um, satisfied, well, just investigate why you don't. Yeah, be, be active about it, right? Not yes. to not to like hang on to the notion not that this too shall pass. That. I'm gonna wait it out yeah. in my calendar, not doing anything about it because life is now. Um, and you know what? That, Funny because mm -hmm. no, go ahead. I just want to say the opposite, or let's say the part of it, is also if you feel very happy, you should be very aware why you feel happy, so you can expand that happiness. You know, some sometimes it is like, uh, you know, we we are happy because of whatever, but we have people around ourselves that they are happy because of different things, and then there can be a disconnect. So you should be really filled. Uh, with your own happiness and move in that direction honestly and it will it will um it is it is much easier than to try to uh, communicate 
your perception of life with somebody who is different and maybe then go into arguments and maybe then you know you get stuck because you think you have to fit uh, or you have to find peace or you know you just have to keep some people in your life or you should be in their lives or maybe they want you to be in their lives i think that life is too short not to be honest uh, with uh, where your happiness it is lies, one day you're here, your the balance. other you know and now we have the, the balance you know so then you can be balanced even during war crisis you can you know be sick you can be depressed you are depressed but you are very happy because you know that you're honest with yourself you know what I mean? Like the opposites I I, are no longer present. The, the opposites are no, the, the good and bad doesn't exist anymore because you know that it is an expression of the underlying neutral uh, flow that's always will be, that always will be with you. And so if you uh, embrace yourself in that very first, let's say, let's call it like that, the very, very uh, first element uh, of the existence, then everything else is just uh, an expression of, of life, of you. And mm, so you can be happy even when you are sad and you can be sad even when you are happy. And, and you know, it's all together. It's just like, it, it, it's one it thing. It works together, exactly. It cannot be yeah. either or separately. No, no. I think, and you don't, yeah. <laughs> like no, because this like we could continue on. I would love yes. to discuss this like over and over, but yeah, mm. we we don't want to occupy too much of of everybody's time. But I think one thing that is very worthy saying is um, slowly wrapping this this fantastic talk with you, Vladimir, up um, with you. It's exactly the the notion of how life is simple and how not much we need very often to be happy it's, it's as simple as that and to be honest yes. personally i have learned also and we discovered many things about myself and my surrounding and what is important to me it's really like a simple life and living with less so to speak especially under the, these conditions it's so gratifying and really life life is simple and it is simple to be happy if you find mm -hmm. it if you define it as you say if you're aware of what what that actually is out of a definition mm. for you so um yeah. very interesting times we live in like <laughs> however you know you know generalized uh, it might it might feel i honestly feel that every single day is very interesting times we live in you know i think that it should not be some world crisis that 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 should, should <laughs> right? make people like all of a sudden extreme <laughs> conditions like bring out no. everything like people no, are the most I... creative the most reaching out the, like feeling the most yeah. like it's weird shouldn't we be doing that on a daily basis kind Absolutely. of really living life because like yeah. this us talking, us existing in the same time space, you know, drinking coffee, touching whatever you're touching physically, materially, yeah. is happening at the moment. And people yeah. tend to like think, okay, three days ahead, five days ahead, especially in, in our profession, so to speak, in my profession, mm -hmm. most definitely, it's like just living either in the future or staying in the, in the past a little bit and hanging mm -hmm. on to, well, memories are great. And like we also brought up a, a lot of cool memories from <laughs> back in the Outsider Project and stuff like that. But it's something to reflect on and not to really hang on to that kind of prevents you from, you know, living the life here and now mm -hmm. right here yes. right now yeah. i think that was it yeah know, exactly so. i, I love can't that remember my i'm so bad with my memory right now but uh, no, that's yeah. that's a uh, fat boy slim i think isn't it right here right now fat boy slim thank you exactly yeah See, it's my favorite like, 
I need you to name drop next time. By the way, would you like to come back uh, in a while uh, so that we do this again? Um, Absolutely. Sometime in the the future, hopefully. Yeah, yeah. It's it's been it's been uh, really really pleasant to spend the time with you, and also thank you for inviting me here. Yeah, and and I uh, again. Thank you for accepting. that's really uh, yeah. cool. <laughs> and after 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 this fifty five minutes eleven seconds of live YouTube, I, yeah, I actually understand again why we never actually disconnected completely because I think that we yeah. come from the same realm of uh, you know whoever we are. <laughs> <laughs> Homo sapiens, and then you fill up yeah. the occupation yourself. Yeah, yeah, and the awesome. and the and the planets and stuff like that. Yeah, totally. Like favorite no. drink, favorite food, whatever that that yeah. makes so, us. Yeah, who by, we are. by the way, by the way, sorry for not answering the the mundane questions about the favorite coffee and don't, favorite. We're yeah. gonna do that in episode two, hopefully. So we don't want to exactly. give like everything away. We want to keep our <laughs> listeners and viewers still interested and intrigued. Yeah. So we prefer to do it, you know, a little bit shorter and then pull back so that there's something to look forward to uh, in the future. Absolutely. And, Again, Vladimir, thank you so much for, for joining well. our, our live stream. I'm going to let you go into the green room right now and just wrap these things oh. uh, real up Bye. quickly. So have a great time, my dear, and fantastic seeing you with us. Yes, you too. Bye. So, guys, this was uh, Vladimira Kritkova joining us live from Prague today. Uh, it was a beautiful day. Man, this was a really fantastic hang out. Uh, we wanted to talk a little bit artsy generally, but it, I'm so glad that it turned into this a little bit deeper kind of conversation about things. And yeah, um, hope you enjoyed it, guys. If uh, you want to keep following what's happening, um, all of the info is going to be there. Vladimir's art and Vladimir's work will also be there. So for the time being, I want to wish all of you guys a fantastic sunday afternoon wherever you guys are at in the world um hope you stay safe you stay productive you stay um creative for yourself and above all love peace rock and roll that's that's my version and i'm sticking to it and until the next time we tune in together this was your humble host anna from rock dance theater checking in see ya <laughs>